a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. News continues to come out regarding the war in Ukraine as President Zelensky gave an address to world leaders at the G20 conference. Uh, We'll go over what he had to say regarding the plight of the Ukrainian people defending themselves from Russian aggression as that escalated today. Uh, There are also reports that have come out just in the last few hours uh, from NATO ally Poland. Uh, They have reported that two Russian missiles, missiles were launched and overshot the country of Ukraine, landing over the Polish border and killing two Polish citizens. The United States is currently looking into that report to figure out exactly what happened, determine the intent of Russia in launching these missiles. Was it an accident? If so, and if not, what happens now? Uh, And we've seen so many different things uh, being reported uh, as we watch this uh, escalation clearly in Ukraine from Russia Uh, As we get into the winter, uh, we have been saying that Vladimir Putin is going to weaponize winter against the uh, people of Ukraine. And clearly, uh, that is what's happening. The targets were primarily on the energy sector and infrastructure, uh, things that are going to knock out power and gas and heat. Uh, as uh, winter really sets in there. And so that's going to be a a real challenge, I think, for the Ukrainian people in the months ahead. Uh, This was the most significant round of attacks from Russia, uh, airstrikes, missile strikes, uh, since the beginning of their invasion of Ukraine uh, back uh, earlier this year. So I want to go through a couple of the pieces of the puzzle, what we know for sure. Uh, The U.S. military has heard the media reports. Uh, They don't have specific corroboration on that yet. Here's Brigadier General Pat Ryder uh, at a press conference earlier today saying this. Uh, So as I mentioned, uh, right now, uh, we are aware of the press reporting on this. Uh, We have no information at this time to corroborate those reports, but again, are are taking them seriously and looking into them. And so um, I will make sure that we provide you with any updates as soon as we have them. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. 
the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. A Brigadier General Ryder was also asked how the U.S. would respond if these attacks and this uh, impact inside of Poland, if those are confirmed. You know, as I mentioned, we're looking into these reports, don't have any information to corroborate them at this time. So I don't want to speculate or get into hypotheticals. When it comes to our security commitments uh, and Article 5, we've been crystal clear that we will defend every inch of NATO territory. And that has been a common theme for many of those NATO NATO allies this afternoon, that uh, they are ready to step up to that Article Five, Article Five uh, of those that NATO uh, agreement. Attack on one is an attack on all. Uh, you've heard the phrase over and over that we will work to protect every inch of sovereign NATO territory. Uh, so that's going to be the interesting thing as that uh, works its way out. Now, interestingly, earlier today, President Zelensky addressed the G20 leaders saying that Ukraine should not have to compromise itself to bring peace. Of course, there's been many calling to get to the negotiating table. And uh, for the most part, President Zelensky had rejected that, saying, wait a minute, uh, they unlawfully invaded our sovereign territory as a country Uh Sure, we'll we'll negotiate on these terms, and he was very specific. Uh, today, he laid out even more specifics in terms of what Vladimir Putin and Russia would have to do if they want this war to end. I want this aggressive Russian war to end justly and on the basis of the UN Charter and international law. Ukraine should not be offered to conclude compromises with its conscience, sovereignty, territory and independence. We respect the rules and we are people of our word. Ukraine has always been a leader in peacekeeping efforts and the world has witnessed it. And if Russia says that it supposedly wants to end this war, let it prove it with actions. Uh, A big call from President Zelensky for Russia to prove it, to prove that they want to bring this to a peaceful end and resolution with their actions. So in the course of uh, his conversation with the G20, President Zelensky presented a 10-point peace plan uh, to end that Russian invasion of Ukraine. Uh, You've heard just a a few excerpts there from that speech, but they uh, include several different pieces to the puzzle. He talked about it in terms of nuclear safety. He talked about uh, food security as being something very important to be able to to move forward with. He also uh, talked about uh, a special tribunal for alleged Russian war crimes. Uh, Those are all things that I think are probably non-starters for Vladimir Putin. And I think President Zelensky is 100% right in making those demands, uh, that this is what it's going to take. So nuclear safety, food security, again, including the use of those ports, which is so vital, uh, and then also dealing with a a special tribunal of some some sort to deal with the alleged Russian war crimes. Uh, So that's a, a very important piece of that puzzle. Uh, Also at the G20, some of the leaders are calling for the war to end. Uh, Here's some comments from Indonesian President uh, Joko Widodo. Being responsible here also means that we must end the war. If the war 
does not end. It will be difficult for the world to move forward. The European Council president, Charles Michel, uh, called for Russia to end the war as it continues to impact countries all over the globe. Russia's war impacts us all, no matter where we live, from Europe to Africa or the Middle East. And the single best way to end the acute crisis in food and energy is for Russia to end the senseless war and to respect the UN Charter. The Russian Defense Ministry uh, denied being behind any strikes on t- on targets near the Ukrainian-Polish border. Uh, also said in that statement that uh, they have nothing to do uh, with uh, Russian weapons and that, uh, that this is just Poland and the West trying to escalate and push towards uh, a war with Russia. Uh, and so, of course, the Russians are, are denying uh, anything, uh, especially as it relates to missiles going into Poland. And so we're going to continue to to monitor that very closely as we go through the afternoon here on KSL News Radio. Uh, I thought that uh, President Zelensky's uh, address to the G20 was very powerful, uh, was very focused. Uh, he talked about all of the things that have taken place uh, with these unprecedented strikes. Uh, again, I think there were some 80 uh, reported uh, missiles launched at uh, various cities across Ukraine. Uh, Zelensky said that uh, 70 of those missiles were shot down. 15 uh, were able to connect p- specifically with energy targets that, again, are going to impact the Ukrainian people uh, with heat, electricity, uh, and with infrastructure. Uh, President Zelensky also went on to say that uh, this this will not break the Ukrainian people uh, that they are in this for the long haul. And uh, regardless of the cold or the hardship, uh, they will continue to fight on because it is their sovereign country uh, that they're fighting for. We're going to go ahead and step aside for one last commercial break. When we come back, some final thoughts today here on Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Stick around. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.